The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. Is it time? Can we do it again? Is it time? All right. Well, thank you for uh, joining us here on the Low Fact Podcast, the uh, unresearched opinions of two culturally insignificant dudes. (laughs) He is Matt. What's up? And I am Dave. Or David. Or By the Malik. way, a couple of fans really like the new uh, the new tagline. Oh, that's cool. Where did you come up with culturally insignificant? It's just the truth. Truth is. Um, so, you know, I just realized that we didn't talk about uh, talk about purpose last time uh, when we said we were going to. So, we'll make it short and sweet. Purpose. Man's purpose. To fight or to protect. To fight or protect? Well, fight. That seems a little, I don't know, rudimentary, normal. Well, it seems a little um, unsophisticated and non-evolved. Those are the words that I was looking for but could not find. But, you know, we haven't really evolved past our hunter-gatherer days, really. And, and you know, fight... Brings upon brings out a pretty negative connotation. I don't mean like to be hostile and aggressive towards other people, not necessarily. I mean, but sometimes that's what fighting is. But when I thought about it, you know, a man a man's purpose really is to protect, to create an environment that I hate. I hate the term safe space, but that's kind of what it is. To create an environment where people can thrive, right? And in that vein, I believe that a woman's purpose is to nurture and love and be loved. But it's not like, it's not, it's not so straightforward as to, you know, it's not binary. Well, to fight and protect doesn't necessarily mean that all you're doing is sitting around like standing vigil, making sure nothing comes into your space. And, and, you know, to love and nurture doesn't mean you're always just sitting there building, building up or, you know, taking care of the home fires and jump like that. Because men can be nurturing, obviously. That's part of the way they fight and protect. And women can fight and protect through their nurturing. Right. But I, I, I just thought of it kind of like because, um, you know, what was it? Some psychologist years ago was saying that, you know, uh, young boys use the carrot of love to get sex and young girls use the carrot of sex to get love. You think that's true? I think that is. I mean, think, think of, um, think of, uh, in the married couple sense, the women are the ones that make all the friends generally surrounding the kids. That's true. And so, like, the guys just happen to be friends with the, the spouses of well, their, of their spouses. Right, yeah. So, and, you know, women seem to be a lot better at creating relationships 
Why is that, though? I think that's just the way... You're shit out of luck, though, if, you're, if your woman chooses women that have shitty husbands. Like, people you don't want to hang out with. But that's the thing. It's not like you're hanging out with these people 24-7. Uh, yeah. And the common ground is the children. But that's, and that's why, like, there can be tons of fights between people because of the kids. Like, kids' fights turns into adult fights. But I didn't really have anything big or bad, big or bold or anything earth-shattering to contribute to that. Well, I think of purpose, I think of, like, high-minded ideals and... You know, what what is God, you know, what is my purpose according to, what does God want me to do? And that's that's a question that I haven't been able to answer. To use your, your toolbox of geared around protection. I mean, you're talking about calling at that point. Yeah. Well, isn't that the same thing? No. Really? No, I don't think it is. So calling is a different topic. Well, calling is yeah, it's a different thing, and we can we can try to explore it here. But calling is 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 different. Calling is what you use you your purpose, or calling is 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 God's way of using your purpose to promote an end. Is it? I mean, like like people talk about priests having a calling to be priests, right? Mm-hmm. Well, those priests cannot are not supposed to be sexual beings. So they are, they are celibate. And so you're like, well, but a, but a man's right, so purpose is, is to protect. So instead of protecting your children you protect and your, your spouse, you, you protect your, 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 uh, your parish. Well, I don't know if that's going on though. Well, things break down <clears throat> because of us. You know, every 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 large organization where power comes into into play becomes corrupted. I don't care. I don't care if it's government, corporations, or religion. I know you take. I, I know you take great offense when I talk about how corrupt clergy is. Mm-hmm. But you have to. You have to kind of go past. You, you. The reason why I think you do that is because you kind of skip past people being people. Like somehow you think that people can be elevated to something higher than a person. And maybe you can, but I, I happen to believe that that only comes through great effort. And even with that great effort, you will fail. You'll fail, stumble, right? Yeah, you gotta have to have. You have to have a serious. I don't know if it's about will. Well, even if it is, you're still going to. You're still going to. I can't think of a better word than fail. Right, you're still going to come short. And the and the way that I think about it is. You know, you and I or anybody can sit here till the cows come home talking about how um, casual sex is not good for you, which it isn't. That being unfaithful to your spouse is not good for you, which it isn't. But I'll tell you right now, I can talk, I I can and will talk till the cows come home about how casual sex and, and, and stuff like that is probably not good for you, your soul, or for your emotional well-being till the cows come home. But if Maria Sharapova showed up buck naked right here in front of me, I would kick you out of the studio and just get down. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know if she'd want to do it here. I don't think she'd want to do it anywhere with me, but I'm saying, <laughs> as an example, oh. you know, as an example, you know, I can, anyone can stare like, like, like when you're it's trying. It's been a while since she talked about Maria Sharp Piper on the podcast. Doesn't mean she hasn't been on my mind. <laughs> she's still Russian, right? I think she's always going to be Russian. I don't think it's one of those things that you can sit there and say, well, today I'm, I'm like, you know, Czech. Well, what I mean is she's not a, you, 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 if you give, it's not one of those dual citizenship situations. Russia doesn't believe in it. Right. Like, the, like America. Yeah, but they're a little bit more, uh, what's the word? Proactive than America. America's like, yeah, we don't believe in dual citizenship, but if you happen to, if some of the country, country decides to recognize you as, you know, dual. dual, then, you know, whatever. But we think that you're just an American citizen. Yeah. Well, Russia's like, no, you're a Russian citizen. So, so if that's your purpose, but then, like, if you haven't found a wife and you haven't had kids, then are you SOL at that point? No, no, no. Because, again, you're thinking a little too close, a little too in the box. If your, your purpose is to protect, and I, I purposely said just that, to protect. I'm not saying you have to, what are you protecting? You're protecting your family. You're protecting your, your community. You're protecting whatever. But as a, I, I believe that as a man... Your purpose is to to create a space where people can grow, live without you know real big physical or emotional harm. I don't think I'm doing any of that shit. Well, then you know now that you know what you're supposed to do. And again, I mean, maybe in a little way, maybe in my own way, in some of the areas I work and things. Well, that's 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 all you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know that that sphere might might get bigger as more people come into your life, or your role in society gets bigger. But you know that's that's really all I had to say. I don't want to feel. Like, I feel a little bit like Forrest Gump saying, "Oh, that's all I got to say about that." Ooh. Um. But. So, yeah. And then, so let's kind of skip over to what I'd been thinking a little bit more about. And it's mostly because, you know, during the podcast, you're always saying, oh, we still haven't found an answer. We still haven't come up with the answer. Never. But when I thought about that, uh, it occurred to me that you have to kind of kind of move back a bit. Right. So you're looking at me quite like you're looking at me like the RCA dog. Ooh. So. What's Scooby-Doo? Well, I mean, if you think about it, okay, so about the answers, are you looking for the answers that you like? Or are you just actually, or are you looking for answers, period? Well, I think it's probably the former. But that also, that also doesn't take into account that the answers you like might be the actual answer. Oh, so, I sincerely doubt that. So what happens if the answer... "Quote unquote," like there isn't like there is an objective answer out there. Mm-hmm. What happens if an answer that if it's an answer that you don't like? Let's in say my case, any case, anybody's case, in, in the case of people, I think people are in, in nine times out of ten they're going to disregard it, which is probably the reason why we're kind of going the way we're going. Right? Because they're going to say, "Well, surely this isn't my purpose," or "Surely this isn't the answer." Right? If I if I am a diehard believer. In, in an emotional, 
in something in an answer that makes me feel emotionally good but then it turns out that that's not the answer am i going to sit there and say well that can't be the answer because i don't feel good about it unless you're a very enlightened person well not even that i think i think the first the first the first step is we have to kind of set the parameter of you know the answers that come out are we only looking for answers that affirm us that make us feel good that you know the self-fulfilling prophecy type thing like i am i am someone who deeply believes in in capitalism in western uh governmental philosophies of you know individual rights and freedom Mm-hmm. being also which and and that but that's not like paramount i mean you still have to temper it a little bit with uh you know the good of the society right but there are people that sit there and talk about the good of the society what when, when all they're really talking about is what keeps me in power or what keeps me happy or whatever so they're, they're not thinking about the good of society well they're they're conflating the things right they're the it's it's like like when I when I was ta- when we were talking about Jaya Depp, right? You know, I am a good person, so all of my choices must be good. Yeah. And the people that I like must also be good. So you can you can kind of expand that out into into anything, right? Uh, so the people that are diehard believers that if we don't do something drastic, the Earth will will kill ourselves in twelve years, which is. Which seems to me is a little a little odd, and we don't even have to. I don't even have to go there. Stupid. But the thing is, okay. But what if what if the answer is the actual answer is no, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, without like I said, without without throwing in what the potential answer could be, I'm just saying you have to kind of you have to kind of do some self reflection. And when I say you, I mean all of us. But I, I. On the self-reflection thing, most people are not doing a whole lot of self-reflection, I would say. That's a given. I'm, I'm not even sure if anybody's doing it. Well, yeah, some people are, I think. And, and if they might, and then sit there and say, oh, well, that's, that's, you know, that's patently wrong because, you know, whatever, and then they'll just stop. Look, it's like dieting, dude. I mean, it's, you know, because, right, I can sit there and say, oh, I'm not going to eat after X, X time or I'm going to eat this kind of food or whatever. If you throw that food right in front of me, I'm pretty hard pressed not to eat it. I, I told you about, about, you know, years ago when I, when I had the, the kick of exercising really late at night, uh-huh. like, like two in the morning late at night. Oh, that's late. Yeah. Or early. Sure. Where you want to look at it. And then after I'm done, I would go get like fast food because I was hungry. Yeah. So whatever, whatever work, whatever good the working out had done for me was immediately counter, counterbalanced by all the, all the, the bad calories I was throwing in my body. But you're kind of a maniac though. Anyway, like, I mean, you kind of push yourself. So your body probably needed something. Okay. But so Some kind of protein. So I probably shouldn't have been exercising at two in the morning when I was going to go get like a, a double cheeseburger right after. I don't know. I mean, at maybe- two in the morning, dude, I gained weight. When you're working out, I gain, I, I gain, I gain like. So you were eating more calories than you were losing. I don't even think I'll. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing a George Foreman workout. 
Well, if I, yeah, exactly. And if I was George Foreman, and if I was George Foreman, then okay, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm making some, some coin being a boxer, but I was just working out like crazy. And then I was going out and getting like, you know, big college size meals at two in the morning. So that wasn't working. I mean, you know, that it was, it wouldn't, it wasn't even working for me when I was in college, you know, the freshman 15, which I didn't gain. You didn't? No, because I had, I had, uh, I had other, I had other obligations. Okay. That would not allow me <laughs> to gain that much oh, weight. Oh, not me, man. I gained a whole lot of weight basically through drinking. Yeah. So like I, I couldn't drink that much Yeah. and I couldn't go out eat and eat late Dude, at night. Every picture of me at university, I had fucking a, a bottle or a glass of alcohol in my hand for five years. So that's that's kind of like the truth thing or the answer thing and and that that's that's the whole I guess that's the weird thing about it is like okay so we're all searching for answers but are we searching for the answer or the answer that makes us or the answer that we want knowing that those two might not be the same that those two might not intersect they may but they may not which is why I was thinking about talking about truth. Right. Okay. And, and again, you know, I think that there is such a thing as objective truth. And the reason why I believe that it's so hard for us to get to that is because we are not objective thinking people. We're not objective thinking beings. So objective truth being something that's proven by fact? Objective truth being the truth. Or I know universal truth. It's, I know, I'm, I know I, it's a circular argument here, but... There are such, there are universal objective truths. Are you talking about like gravity? Whatever. I mean, you know, whatever. It could be arithmetic truths. Like if you take two objects in a bowl and you put two more objects in that bowl, how many objects do you have? You four. have four. Not if you have two apples in a bowl and you take two oranges and call them apples, do you now have four apples? No. Right? I mean, that's like, that's like the whole two plus two equals five. Which, you know, people, people are trying to use all kinds of mental gymnastics to say, okay, well, yeah, it is. And this is why, this is how. When, when two plus two equals five was really a political slogan. It was? Well, the communists, you know, they had the five year plans. All right. Right? In five years, we'll get to this point. Well, two plus two equals five means if we work really hard towards the goal of this plan in four years, we can accomplish what we originally thought we were going to do in five. That makes no sense. That's like the whole one and one plus one plus one equals two. I can tell you and remember the, the example I used where, well, no, one plus one does not always equal two. Are you talking about family? Right. One man having sex with one woman will equal more than two. Right. Generally. Right. If they're both healthy and of childbearing age. But, I, th but those are like the mental gymnastics that I was talking about. I'm still caught up on what objective truth means. I mean, are you talking about like universal moral truths? <clears throat> are you talking about like God's law? Or like, like, what are you talking about? Well, that's the point where, where everyone's starting to have the difficulty, right? When you're trying to do the mental gymnastics because we have brains and we're thinking beings. 
mean, I started looking at some stuff online and I was like, took like, well, yeah, but that's an objective truth. And that was like, this all this philosophical stuff. And I was like, right. But those those are all, those are all, no, those are all answers from people who are trying to make a living without toiling. So you think truth is pretty simple, a simple concept. Yeah. But I think what, what if I, think, I, what I think, if I say is this is truth, and you like I say this, you know. I mean, we say we say the sky is blue. Like, what is blue? Is it azure? Is it light blue, dark blue? But you're 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 is basically you're basically illustrating what I was talking about. We are not objective thinking beings. We are subjective thinking beings. But my mind, I, I mean, I've been taught to label things, right? Like we're taught to label things in school. Like this is what a, this is, this is what grass looks at. This is what green is, you know, like that's, but that's, that's torch, right? Like it's not, it's not necessarily truth. It's what we're taught. We, we're taught to label things and then, but those, those labels aren't necessarily right. Right, like, like for the longest time, we thought that the planets revolved around the Earth. That's that's not true. That may be true. Well, no, things revolve around the sun. That's what we. That's that's been what's been said. So the so truth is different. It changes in that context. What do you mean? Well, we were taught something was a truth for however long and then someone figured out no that's not true but you're assuming truth you're assuming a perception as true well, is, trying, is, is grass green i don't know if it's green or not but basically we've we're all told grass is green we're, we perceive the color that we see when we see grass as green yeah so it could maybe it Everybody, if you're colorblind, you don't know that, right? But no. basically, people that with with if you're human, a dog. human vision, we we perceive that the color we we call the color that we perceive when we look at grass to be called green. Right? Is it true that grass is green? I have no idea. I mean, I think does it really that's... does it really matter? I don't know. I think it matters if you're an academic and you don't want to work on a farm. Or like, you know, what you know what I mean? Right. You know, since society since we decide to, to, to put society in a in a in a way that order society in a way that everybody has like different roles because we've we found that division of labor is more efficient, and by more efficient it means there are people that can do things better than other people. Right. But even that gets corrupted, right? Because there are people that are horrible administrators, but in government, but being a government administrator is actually a pretty nice gig compared to, you know, picking cotton mm-hmm. or working at a steel mill or in a sewer plant. So, you know, there are there are these 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 societal benefits that people get from being the people that pull the levers of government. So now, uh, you know, you try to get like a class of people. That's like the whole thing with a samurai, right? You, you're you born a samurai. You don't become one. Mm-hmm. You have to be in a certain class to even, like, learn that philosophy. And for better or worse, I don't think that that's a good way to order society. The classless society. The class society that you're born into. 
Yeah. Well, that's why a lot of people, that's what people were trying to get away from coming to America, right? I think a lot of people were just trying to make a better living. So coming back to the communists, so a communist would sit there and say, the truth is what I tell you it is, right? Like in terms of history or whatever, right? Like this, that, that, even, they'd even, be like, well, I can, I can tell you what, like history is based on what you were told. So if I tell you it's this, this is the history. Well, even that, I think you need to peel back because you need to, you, you're, you're, you kind of drop in, in a position but there's all this other baggage before that. So it's not every run-of-the-mill communist that's going to say what I say goes. It's going to be the communist who pulls the levers of power in the government. And in that in that case, I don't care what kind of government you have. They're all going to say the same thing. What I say goes. Which isn't probably is not the truth. Well, they don't care about truth at that point. No, they don't care about truth, period. Right, the, those people, no. not not just comedy, but people in power. Yeah. They just they just care about getting and keeping their power. So they're going to do everything they want, or they're going to do everything they can to hold on to that and you know keep it within the few hands that it's in. Yeah, so they just so manip- that's they manipulate a, shit all the time. But that's everywhere, everybody, every form of government, every country, even here, especially here now. I mean, it's it's turned into propaganda city. Yeah. But are there are there universal and objective truths? Yes, I believe there are. Not even that. Yes, there are. Whether regardless of whether I believe that or not, right? There are. What what are they? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> like I, I can't go off the list of this is true. This is true. What this about is true. love? You know. So that's why that's why the whole like you know my truth. That's just yeah. That is, yeah that, that people say that I'm that, speaking my truth. I'm that like, that statement that statement is very speaking your feelings is very bothersome. Yeah, it's very bothersome to me. And you can't we we have we have the way society is now in this country, the way society and culture is now in America. You can't you can't anytime you say something that contradicts that, you're like, well, I'm speaking my truth. Well, then that's you know, a that's a new age thing. That's a, that's a that's like ma- like what they call magical thinking. That's, that's the idea that like if you feel about something, you feel that something's true, that somehow that it's going to like reorientate the world. Well, I'll go out on a limb and say that's because of I don't know whose idea it is, and I don't know why it is, but I think it is the result of trying to destroy the way people are. We're complementary beings and they're trying to, to break that up and keep us from being complementary beings. And I'll go back and say that and you know I know I, I know I'll sound like some kind of super stodgy like you know whatever you fill in the blank of whatever term you want you want to call it. but what I see happening in society, in our country, over the last fifty years, more accelerated in the last ten years. Fifty years, huh? I thought you were going to say fifty years. Well, I, that's 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 really the the breadth of my firsthand knowledge. Right. But especially over the last decade or so, what I see happening 
to this to to the to society as a whole as a greater here here was really kind of what happened for about a hundred or so years to the black community. The emasculation of men. This is the the society well, the systematic. The society. What happens to a society when you systematically remove one sex from the equation of complementary beings? Complementary beings being being beings that live in a two sex system, and when you cleave that and re- and excise one sex out of it for whatever reason, using you know various feel good. Explanations. Things that sound good. They sound good and they are reasonable. And they sound reasonable, right? You know, oh, you know, when the time when women were property, men were just like abusing stuff. I was like, well, that's the dirty little secret. Whenever you've got the power, you're going to abuse it. It doesn't matter. You know, you can sit there and talk about when white men ruled everything. They just sat there and destroyed everything because they had all the power and they were subjugating everybody else. Well, you take that white man out of the equation, you put somebody else in there. Uh Uh-huh. As a group, and put all the power, you take all the power from them, well, that power's got to go somewhere, and if you decide to put it in a different group, black guys, Asian guys, or Asian women, or, you know, or or people with, like, multiple... I don't know, I, I don't know where I was going to go, but you, you take that, you take, you take the power or whatever from one group, and you put it somewhere else mm-hmm. well then the power wherever that 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 power resides whatever group it resides in they are now going to abuse it mm-hmm. case in point the people that were sitting there saying oh we've always been we've always been oppressed or whatever now the power is in the hands of this other group they're abusing it like crazy when before, when they were the quote unquote powerless, they were all like, oh, well, you know, we can all just get along and I'm not, I'm not trying to dictate what you think and whatnot, blah, blah. Now that they've got the power, they're sure enough trying to dictate what you think. They're doing everything that they accuse the last group of having power of doing. And yet nobody acknowledges it. They don't have to. Like, Wait, you're, you're not allowed to fucking say it, Dave. So what? Uh, so... Right, like you it, say you it, you weren't allowed to say it before either. So you know, you say it, and it's like you get painted as whatever. Right? I mean, it, that's that's just that's what happens. I mean, is it better to be burned at the stake or to be starved out? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's it, a that's a you you end I up don't really like either of those. Right? Options. You end up Sorry. dead. You end up dead in both cases. But and starving out would take longer. Right. So the only thing you're taking out is, is like intense pain. Right. But I'm, I'm, I don't know. Exa- well, yeah. Well, that's a rhetorical question. Right. <laughs> but I love to answer the joke. And I, I hate the uh, fact that I keep on ending my, my sentences with the right because I'm trying to stop saying like. Oh, well, we are in California. Well, when I was younger, I never said like as much as I do well, it's now. Because we're in California. But when I was younger, I always said right a lot. I think right is better than like. I guess. I say like a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the way the culture now is. Now I'm going to, when I'm, when I'm edit, when, when our uh, editor is going to be editing this. Matthew's going to be listening. For when our editor, now. Matthew, is looking. He's going to be this. editing. He's going to be listening for saying like. But, so that's, uh, that's, that's about all we have time scheduled for. Wow. 
I didn't get to hear any disco music, fucker. Well, too bad. Whatever. Too bad. So what are we going to talk about next week? Well, I don't know. Some guy commented on uh, one of our bit, one of our videos. Oh yeah, one of our podcasts. One, it was the one where we were talking about free handouts. Yeah, and he was like, "Ha ha ha!" I think his I think his um, his handle was Dirty Sanchez or something. <laughs> and he was like, "Ha ha ha!" That's never going to happen. People aren't going to be getting any more checks. So he's like, "You better start working, dude." People. Well, maybe, maybe not. But you know, so. Thank you for uh, for hanging on this long uh-huh. into this episode. Yeah, and thanks for listening, Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> what a handle, my God! That's uh, that's a little dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I need to go wash my hands. Or yeah, something. I think I need to have a shower or something. So what else? What else should they do besides besides listening? Subscribe, comment, share. Tell your friends about us. There, happy? Yes! You and your disco music. Woohoo!